Falcons fans, Falcons fans, Falcons fans. What's good? You already know what it is. Mm-hmm. And Falcons Nation, you already know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's your boy, Jack Spade, from One Time for the Fan. And I got my homies with me, Chase 1000 in the building. And Bodie 3000 in the building. Die Hard Land Falcons fans. How y'all doing this fine Sunday evening? Episode 104 here on One Time for the Fan. Uh, Bodie Chase, how's everything going, y'all? Going good, bro. Can't complain. Uh, another Sunday to speak some Atlanta Falcon football. Uh, been a great week. Wish the rain would go away, but other than that, we chilling. Rain, rain, go away, as they say. Bodie, am I right? Yeah, I guess so. It ain't been raining here that much. Actually, it's gonna rain later. Yeah. Touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> as uh two people here on the podcast become enemies soon. In the battle of war. In our online updated roster, Madden League. Three thousand takes on the Jack Spade. Yeah. A competition of pure might and strength. Mm. With Bodie's team versus the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons fans, I'm glad you are here. Bodie 3000, I'm glad you are here. Chase, I am glad you are here. What is going on, everybody? Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. As we are back talking Falcons football. Uh, not too much has happened since our last podcast um, here on One Time for the Fam. But, of course, we still find ways to bring content to you all because everybody wants to talk about the Falcons. Everybody. Chase, in the media? Stay talking about groups. It, it, it doesn't stop. 24-7. In the chat with me and Bodie. In the chat with me, Chase, Bodie, and everybody else. It doesn't stop. Falcons, Falcons, Falcons. So, of course, we're here to talk some Falcons football with you all tonight. Got this uh, Boston-Miami series. Y'all been catching the NBA uh, uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals? Bodie, you been, Bode, you been seeing what's been going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't hear, I can't hear you, buddy. Uh, say it again. Uh, uh, you can clean the earwax out. Uh, did you put your hearing aid in? Bodie, our beloved Laker fan. What is going on over there in Tinseltown? Look, we was on we, we on borrowed time. Like we ain't supposed to be here. So mm-hmm. let's just be real. This turnaround, we should get credit for that. We should get credit for being this far. Yeah. So, so everybody's shitting on us. <laughs> These two above me. Who? <laughs> Not <laughs> me. Oh, I was, oh, <laughs> I, know, I was in this mug. You know, I was in this motherfucker. I'm just drinking everybody my water. Shitting bro. On I'm just my drinking my water, bro. You know, I just go back two years ago, you know. We had a ring already, you know. Chilling, still chilling on that. Falcon fans, feel free to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to us, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, however. One time for the fan is out here. But yes, our beloved Laker Nation fan is uh, going through a lot right now. Down 3-0. Is it possible, Bodie, that they can come back and win this series? If they do, though. If they uh, do, though. 
If they do, it'd be one of the. It's probably the greatest comeback. It'd be the greatest comeback in almost sports. But is it possible, Bodie? Are you a believer? I am a believer. I am a believer, and I think they believe too. So we should. fans. History is made every day, every year. If you're watching the NBA Eastern or Western Conference Finals, cheer on whatever team you're cheering on. I mean, it's been some good games so far. Even with the situation going on in LA, I mean, Bodie as a Laker fan, Bodie, we hope you get a chance to, you know, get these wins and and, and celebrate a victory. Because as a fan, no, you, you want I'm saying, as a yeah, fan, you want you other fans to celebrate their. Victory I wasn't bothering well, none you of expect. you jokers. There was a lot of jokes in the chat last night over the Laker night. game. I will say there's a lot of jokes, and it was directed toward Boo Man, who's never here, and uh, Bogey. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, what do we what did we end it with, Chase? A B. John Robinson tape. You, got you know what I'm saying? Some footage about the Falcons. So we talked a little trash here and there about the NBA, but it was about yeah. Falcons. So welcome all you diehard Falcon fans. Posted a picture of B. John at the I think he was at the Laker game. At the Laker game. So we threw the and Falcons like, in, in the mix too. Yeah, yep. so and I yep. was like, uh, yeah, Jack, you uh ironed your shirt real well. Gosh. <laughs> One time for the fan. Probably, buddy. 43,000. Chase 1,000. Chat is lit. Frody is back. I want to see y'all ones, man. Let's see them ones in the chat. One time. Hashtag one timers. Hashtag the fan club. You got the emojis. Put the ones in the chat. Red Swarm got them up. Let's go to the chat before we talk some Falcons football here. Deshaun said, soldier boy off in this. Watch me, Grand Game. Watch me. Watch me, Grand Game. Watch me. Always, always. He's repping. He's repping. Kenny's up in the building. He said, What's up, fellas? It's your boy repping uh, from Alberto country. One time in my wide clef voice. You already know what he is. What's good, Kenny? One time. Kenny Kenny in the chat. Red Swarm. There it is. The ones is here. Say, Yo, yo, let's get into it. Falcons flop. You already know what it is. Already. Got the one times in the chat. Hashtag one timers. Hashtag the fan club. Lowski's in the Man, building. Salute, salute, Hashtag. Bro. You already know what it is. Lowski said one time. One time. Pamela Johnson, diehard Falcon fan. And trust me, Falcon fans, it's tough fan. for us to go in, for us going a whole week and not talking to y'all. Because Chase, you was talking about the other day. Y'all trying to do a pop up show. I'm trying to talk Falcons football right now. So that's why the Wednesday shows are important. And we're gonna get back to the Wednesday shows soon. I know fans really want more. Uh, content and it's coming. It's on the way. The season yeah, gets here, man. We'll be able to talk about it. There's a, there's a little dry spell. There's a little, there's a little, yep. between after the draft and the training camp, it's just going to be not much going on. Yeah. Right so now, a lot try. of uh, players are home with their families. They're resting, they're relaxing. Some is working out too, as well, to get better. Um, you've seen some of the video of Ritter and, uh, of course, some of the videos of London too, as well. So these guys are out here still doing what they have to do because season does start soon and it's back to business. But this is the moment where they get a chance to relax because when it's go time, it's go time. And there's really no days off when it's go time. So next spot, what? Less than less than 30 days, you know, we get in action. Yeah. Sure. We know that. Mm-hmm. It's boom time. I mean, we know that. And about two weeks, until than, the, till, two weeks until the first look. So First look, we're going to talk about that too as well oh, coming well, up at the bends. About. June the second, because that could be your shorts and t-shirts type of practice, your non-padded practice, but it's gonna be a chance for you to see your Bijan, a chance for you to see your Drake London, a chance for you to see your Zach Harrison, which I must say, 
Bodie, you better block Zach Harrison on Madden because this boy's going crazy. <laughs> crazy. So if he's going to show up on Madden like what he's been doing now in my league versus what he's going to do in the, 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 the Falcons this year, oh, boy, boy, boy. Shout out to Zach so. Harrison, man. Shout out to Zach Harrison because Chase, he's getting cool. after it. He's getting after it. I like what I see. I mean, I've seen the tape at Ohio State. We know about, you know, his play when he played Georgia. But I must say, Zach Harrison's looking pretty good on my roster so far. Um, but, Bodie, it's it's, it's 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 go time in a couple of weeks, man. How you feeling right now? Like you said, it's a dry spell. It's that time where we get a chance to just relax with our families because once the Falcons get going, we're pushing content left and right. We got to get going too. A lot of pop-up shows, Sunday and Wednesday shows, more special guests. How you feeling? I mean, you know, I'm feeling good going into the going into training camp. Like we got a lot of uh, guys competing. A lot of positions already filled, basically. Um, just trying to work out a couple spots, but you know, I, I expect to see you know Bergeron get his position. Uh, you know, Bijan coming in hot. Uh, with Algier, um, it's just gonna be a it's gonna be a competitive uh, training camp. So I can't wait. Some people have seen the picture of Tyler Algier and Bijan hanging out together too, as well. Shout out to yeah. Mud Duck, Todd McClure, and of course uh, Keenan Forney, who came back and uh, kind of mentored and helped um, Matthew Bergeron a couple weeks ago, too, mm-hmm. as well, because they transitioned to guard. So Falcon fans feel good that behind the scenes they are working. Just feel good about that. It's just, there's really no days off with some of our players. We know Grady's working. I can tell you right now, I guarantee you D'Angelo Malone is working. I know, that for, I know that for a fact. You feel what I'm saying? So there's some players out there we know is up in their game, getting ready to hit this field and take this team to the next level. As a Falcon fan, you have to feel good about that. LaMarcus Boyd is in the chat. LaMarcus Boyd, uh, Rise Up Tour representer ambassador for our arizona game for the falcon fans that's heading out there if you're not a part of the rise up tour please 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 be a part um, of the rise up tour we have moved to our membership base now which i must say is doing very well so shout out to the fans who's been purchasing the 20 dollars basic membership or the 40 dollars premium membership so shout out to them lamarcus boy we just talked for about an hour a couple minutes ago about arizona so we was putting together um you know, some itinerary and some things to do for fans uh, when they come out there to that area. So shout out to LaMarcus Boyd checking in here <coughs> on one time for the fans. Hey, we got rain yesterday in Arizona. Doesn't really happen too much. Hopefully for that game, we won't get no rain because I love it when it's sunny out there. AC, man. Love it. Oh, man. Matthew Bass is in the chat. He said, rise up, there, Matthew. Rise up, sir. One time for the fan. Lyrics mom is in the chat. He said, hey, y'all. How y'all? I'm good, Kier. I'm doing great. How are you? Homies in the chat. Thomas Scott from the Rise Up Toy said, Rise up, boys. Rise up. Yeah, you already know, man. Welcome. Diehard Atlanta Falcons fan. Lyrics mom. Right. She said, The refs got all the refs got y'all there. Yeah. Sheesh. Come on, here. Damn, not the Laker Nation. <laughs> That's tough. <sighs> that is sucks. tough. Hey, you guys know somebody named Owen? Owen three? Uh Lisa Shepherd's <laughs> in the chat. Uh, Bijan was at LA game, uh, game three, kicking it with Dale, Quavo, and Denzel Washington. Let me tell you something. Steer, hell of a group. Bijan's a rookie, Chase. <laughs> yeah, but his uh his contact list is uh up there. Is up there. Yeah, I saw the picture with Odell. He's taking cheek to cheek pictures with Odell. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> something here like this. 
Look at that. Is it, is it the, the braid hawk? Is that what it's doing? Is that is that what's going on? Everybody's feeling the braid hawk? Is that what's going on? I mean the, the dread hawk, but yeah, the I, heard that, I heard that uh they love that mustard. So the mustard <laughs> is going crazy. Somebody posted on the uh comments the other day. I think it was Diane, diehard Land Falcon fan. She said uh the mustard is amazing. We must try it here on one time for the fan. We must yes, try the oh, mustard. What's it called? What is it called? Bijan. Bijan. I don't know. Something mustard. Bijan. Chase, didn't you work yes. there? You, you don't have a shirt or anything yeah. laying around? Bodie, what's it called? <laughs> I, I forgot. Can we get the name called. of Bijan's oh, mustard? In the All I know is I tried to get some and it was sold out. So. It was sold out? That's what's up. Shit. Yeah. Hey. Folks not playing. It's not at Publix and like Food Depot. No. Bijan no, got Mustardson. it online. What you got, Chase? Bijan Mustardson. Bijan Mustardson. Yes, sir. Oh, we slapping that Bijan Mustard Mustardson on the on the on the uh Red on the burgers boy. this year. Uh uh I was gonna ask Boom if he's gonna put on his glizzy. Normally he doesn't eat it without a bun either. But shout out to everybody in the chat. That's tough. Jeff Wolf That's tough. is up in here. He said participation trophy for the Lakers. Sheesh. Uh well. This show is a family show. It show is. <laughs> when I hit clean on the uh, title, but I don't. Uh, Thomas well, fuck Scott. that then. God. <laughs> no. We champions. Scott. It's not over. Legends Can't and count out the king. A believer. We have. Legends and set. Ravager, say rise up. What's good, fam? What's good, what's good Ravager? Dre, Legacy good to see fam. you in the chat here. You said, what's going on, fellas? And all one-timers, hashtag the fan club. You already know, you know what what's going on, Dre? Legacy and Seth. Sheesh. Sheesh. TG's in the chat. He said, Bird Gang. Bird Gang, Bird Gang. The one-timers know. are here. Sullivan, Sullivan's here. He said, we back in it. What's good, Sullivan? Sullivan shot the Sullivan. He said, what's good, fam? What's good? Not the Fox day. fans? Bring your questions, bring your comments here to the chat. You know we love reading it on the screen. We got some things to talk about tonight. We do have topics. We always have topics. But hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. We're almost at 400 subscribers. We're like right there. We're like two, three, four away. So yeah, hit that sub. call your cousin. Say, look, hey, cuz, you a Falcon fan? All right, bet. One time for the fans on right now. Check this out. Bam. Here goes the link. Bam. They, they, they're, like, they're like really cool diehard. For real, for real. Kenny's in the chat. He said, yo, y'all seen our boy Bijan Robinson chilling with celebrities like Denzel and Adele. Boy's a superstar. He hasn't even touched the field yet. That's what we were just saying. Bijan is becoming that fan favorite for a lot of fans already. And for people here in the city, man, yeah. the man sitting course at the Laker game. Just yeah. wait till he touches the field. Y'all mm-hmm. seen that top 10 chain he had on too? Real. You seen the top 10 chain he had on? I was like, sure as hell for his age, man. Bijan's Bijan's an athlete. He's professional. It goes to the interviews, the scout process that Terry was talking about. What goes on behind the scenes that you do not know. Exactly. And that's why we didn't. Bodie, go ahead. I would say that's why we did our due diligence on Jalen Carter and Bijan. Mm -hmm. Bijan rose the cream, rose to the top for us. You know, we want a certain character in here. But, you know, that. Along the lines of he was a home run hitter and he'd take the top off your defense. Yes, sir. You know, so that's that's all I'm saying. You know, everybody, you know, I'm just glad everybody came around to knowing that yes, he's the right pick for this franchise. Falcon fans, if you're looking at this team this year, I said it early though. Yeah, 
Pamela Johnson said it first. She did. <laughs> she damn sure did. Shout out Pamela Johnson. I have to give him. a big shout out to Pamela Johnson. Anytime B. John Robinson, as soon as as soon as B. John scores this year, I'm gonna say, God damn Pamela Johnson. <laughs> right on the money. Every time. Mm-hmm. Pamela Johnson, diehard Falcon fan here in the chat, who's been calling B. John Robinson since day one. Before I, I, I want to say before the season ended. I'm damn near right, right before pretty, the season ended. She I'm was pretty sure. Yeah, she I'm was pretty sure. It. It's good to have fans like Pamela Johnson. She had that the right idea. She had the right idea. Yeah. Diehard Land Falcon fan and Rise Up Tour admin Diana's in the chat. She said the mustard is awesome. I have to get some on back order or something. See what it takes to get this thing. I'm not even here. the biggest mustard guy, but I will try it for sure. Is it just like a burger type of thing, or is it more like you're gonna use it is for it your sandwich? Is it a Dijon mustard? Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's like a Dijon or something. Just I think it's a Dijon, Dijon mustard. Yeah, that's, that's your pressure. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. <laughs> Somebody just texted me about the Hawks. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh, you mean that team that went home in April? Sheesh. Because <laughs> yeah, my team's still playing right now. I don't care if we down 06. Kevin's in the chat. What's up, Falcons fam? Hope everything is doing well. You know we're doing good. good. Premier League champion you. Carry. Mm. Go Man City. Let's go Blues. Um, Diehard Falcons fan. False start Falcons in the building. Falcons fans, it's going. It's it's too much going on. We haven't even got to our topics yet. The chat is going crazy. Let's go ahead and get straight to it, Chase. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah, because we got one hour. Sheesh. Who's hating on Ritter? Who ain't hating on Ritter? Everybody, people still hating on Ritter. Chase, um, you shared some news with us recently. Uh, recently, sorry, from Chris Sims. Get off the Tito's. Sheesh. <laughs> and the Chris, weed. go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Not. Get, I mean, we, we ratted on the Lakers earlier, so you got your couple minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. You, you got all show for me. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, Chris Sims. Chase, he put out something recently, and I think it was just the first four or five names on his list of the top 40 quarterbacks that he's going over this season. Mm-hmm. And you're expecting to see, you know, some change up after seeing a roster, the draft, certain yeah. things, because you heard about the bullshit before the draft. And now after the draft, still here. You're building this chip on this quarterback's shoulder even bigger now. Mm-hmm. He has Desmond Ritter at number 40. He has Sam Howell at 39, Bryce Young at 38, CJ Stroud at 37, and Anthony Richardson at 36. I would have felt com- I would have felt more better if you would at least put him at 36. You got to put him above. I think 35. you got to put him above somebody that hasn't even had an NFL snap. You can't do this, Chris Sims. This is wrong. The disrespect right. is crazy. Chase Bodie um why is it that even still at this time, getting ready to go to camp, seeing the teams on paper, seeing mm-hmm. the improvements on both sides of the ball for the Falcons through the draft and the offseason, why is the hate for Ritter just still there? Because we didn't sign Lamar Jackson. <laughs> that, that's that's just the bottom line to it. Uh, I, don't, I don't see how you rank him below rookies that hasn't, even had a snap. Um, this is a kid that came out and showed progression every game, his last four games in the season. So 
you can go back to Miles Garrett's post and talk about Jordan Love and all these other quarterbacks that you have ranked higher than Ritter that that hasn't even had a hasn't even had the helms of a starting offense. So when I talk about Ritter and all the disrespect that Ritter's getting, you just think back to his college. He's the third most winning his quarterback in college history. I don't know how you knock a guy that, you know what I'm saying? He, he played for a smaller college, but he's a guy with talent. He's a leader. He's a very mature guy. He's already got a family at eight, younger than 25. The man's doing his thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm behind Ritter 100%, and I'm going to let the haters hate and see what uh, Ritter's got on his sleeves this show. Shout out to Clayton in the chat. Bodie, uh, what's going on? Uh, Chase now putting his opinion out there that it's probably because of the Lamar Jackson situation. I think some of it possibly has to do a little bit the Lamar Jackson situation. A lot of the media was in on that topic at when it was happening. Like, you you can't be serious with Ritter. You, you really can't be serious. Mm-hmm. The Rich Eisen report that we heard that came out around close to the draft or combine where nobody's high on Desmond Ritter. Nobody's talking yeah, about him. They, he, Rich Eisen said there's no buzz on yeah. Ritter at the combine. That's yep. his words. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just want to know from your standpoint, what is it? Why is the hate for Ritter there when us Falcon fans see that this team is much better than last season? And I think that we can get over the hump this year with the improvements that we made. Why still the hate for Ritter? He's the one leading leading the team right now. Uh, uh you know why? Because uh, you know, Anthony Richardson is a highly touted prospect, uh top draft pick first rounder um all these other guys are more touted and more physical you know more bigger arms through the media or through what they did in college though because it seems like the media is giving more of the media that's that's what next year they're boosting up two quarterbacks right now we haven't even touched the field in college who said they're gonna be top five picks that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying uh the media is boosting up the touted prospects, the more highly touted prospects. Ridge's old third round draft pick, uh, afterthought. Um, okay, he got his, he got some play because Mariota was ass. Okay, so he stepped in and he, you know, he didn't wow anybody. He got to come in and throw for freaking six touchdowns a game and uh, four or five hundred yeah. yards for somebody to even sniff at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in, he uh, threw what. One or two, well, he threw a touchdown in the last game, right? Yeah, like he didn't uh, throw any, he didn't throw no picks. Yeah, but uh, like that's the thing, it, the media is all for the wow, the wow factor. That, that's what we're here, that's what everybody's here for. They don't want to hear about lowly old uh, third round pick Desmond Ritter, you know what I'm saying? They, they think they probably already in their mind, they think that if Richardson starts this season, he's gonna do better than uh, Desmond Ritter. But, I mean, that's subjective. Everybody's got their own opinion. I ain't worried about that shit. You know, that's the thing. Everybody just got to see this guy play. You just got to let it play out, see how he plays. And we'll see who's the better quarterback because everybody's wrong every year. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm tired of them shitting on Ritter and ain't even gave him a fair shot. Even though they got, like you said, rookies rated above him that ain't even snapped the ball. Ain't even freaking went through a training camp in the NFL yet. So, it's just the wow factor. Like everybody wants the wow factor. R- Ritter's arm isn't strong, or the strongest, I'll say. It's, yeah, does that have the strongest arm? He's not the biggest guy. He's not, you know, he, he doesn't have all of those physical attributes that people love in quarterbacks. I mean, you know, that's just, that's my opinion of why I think that people just, they're not on Ritter 
unless you live in Atlanta. Or is the media even higher on Will Levis than Desmond Ritter right now? That would be crazy. Yeah. Is he so. rated? He's rated higher than Ritter. He he's not forty, and forty was the last, so he's definitely probably up there on Chris Sims' list. And Chris Sims only put the first five quarterbacks on if his list. He's got Will Levis rated higher, but I know that crazy. Um, that, that means Levis insane. is somewhere between thirty-five and one. I doubt. I don't think he's rated higher, uh, but I think if he does, then you know that would be a travesty. That'd be crazy. Sam Howell. Yeah, he has Sam Howell over Ritter. Yeah, please. That's Sam the embarrassing who? part right there. Um, Stop. and for Falcons fans, you heard what I don't even know what said. Sam Howe does well. <laughs> you heard what Bodie said, you heard what Chase said. And as for me, as a Falcon fan, don't pay too much attention to some of this media that you don't see 24-7 here in Atlanta talking about the Falcons, especially in a negative way. Um, because a lot of them just get notes and you know, whatever. They'll text somebody in Atlanta and get some information, but their time is not spent covering the Falcons 24-7 like a Miles Garrett, who yeah. we've brought here on this podcast a lot, like a Tory McElhaney, who we've talked about here on the podcast too as well, um, uh, the Kelly young lady Kelly from Fox 5. Some real diehard reporters who do a good job with, you know, reporting for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think Michael Rothstein is another one too as well. So, and D-Led, which some people will say, oh, God, not D-Led. <laughs> but D-Led has been around the, the Falcons organization for a while. So that's why even with the Lamar news, you didn't hear it from nobody in that camp. So I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, nobody's talking about it in our camp. How is that possible? A lot of the outside, the Atlanta, Georgia, you know, area, they don't focus on the Falcons like that. It's just one of their 32 teams they got to put notes down about. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, they're covering a main team. You know what I'm saying? So I don't pay too much attention to that. The hype, I mean, not the hype, the hate right now for Ritter is coming from a lot of directions. I know Ritter hears it. He's not a social media guy. So he's not going to respond on Twitter or social mm-hmm. media. He's going to respond on the field. And that's what we have to be prepared for. I think we saw the pictures and the video. Some of y'all was like, wait a minute. Is that Ritter? Is, that's Ritter 2.0? He's been in the weight room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's been in the weight room. And that's what yeah. you want. You want a bigger, better, faster Ritter, more athletic from what you saw last year. He has to be more durable too as well. He has to get around this field because he's really controlled his offense from week one to the end of the season. And it could be beyond. And we want that to happen. We want good things to happen here in Atlanta. But the hate for Ritter is just through the roof. And I thought it was quieting down just a little bit, but no, Chris Sims brought it back up mm-hmm. with this post because he works for the NFL media. He works for the, you know, CBS, this, you know, this big company. And of course, a lot of people is going to see his post and say, ah, look at that. Chris Sims put Ritter at 40. Get him off your fantasy list. Don't star him. Don't even worry about the Falcons because Ritter's leading the group. No, Falcon fans here in Atlanta kind of think differently. This team is set up to win. This team is set up to win now. And it goes into our next topic because if you're looking at the team on paper, Chase Bodie, Mm -hmm. and if you're looking at what we talked about recently with CBS mentioning that we'll be going going 10 and 7, is that what CBS said? Yeah, I believe that's what it was. I saw another Mm -hmm. one that said we'll be going 12 and 5. So I wasn't seeing this in the past. Well, you see that. Past couple of years, been seeing a lot of negatives, right, Bodie? Vegas going yeah. against us, our own journalists going against us. Yeah, straight up. Every, yeah. And now with these improvements that we've made, uh, uh, the first on paper um, prediction came out where it was 10 and 7. I think it was NFL or CBS. CBS. On, CBS. Mm-hmm. And then we saw another one that was 12 and 5. I believe that was D-led. That was pretty big too as well. 
I saw another one on NFL on Fox that said I think it was 10 and 7 too as well. And then you going over this young man, uh, Nick Penikoff, uh, who simulated the Falcon season on the PFF simulator. A lot of Falcon fans listen to you know a lot of the PFF uh, broadcasts and journalists and people that work over there because they do a good job with stats and numbers. Hmm. But Nick simulated the Falcon season, Bodie, and had the Falcons finishing 11 and 6 hmm. with Desmond Ritter throwing for 5,000 yards, 40 Jeez. touchdowns. Rushing for 500 yards, Kyle Pitts having an 1,100-yard season, Drake London going for over a stack. This Man. is the PFF simulator. Mm. Shit. So I'm just putting it out there that, you it's know. It's a dream. That's they got a dream. Best-case scenario. <laughs> if, I'm just saying. <laughs> the man tweeted it. He said, I simulated the Falcons season. If, we have a, if he throws a 5,000 yards, we're winning six. more than 11 games. Vegas Damn, has us at what, yeah. seven? 13 and four. No, they changed it because I think they said 7.5 no, was the no, 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 over no, under. I'm just saying, like, if we if he throws with 5,000 yards, we win in like 13 fucking games. <laughs> the simulator might be off a couple of games, yeah, because 11 and six with 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. Nah, no way. No way. That means other teams are running up the scoreboard. That means you're winning the game, what, 42, 43? No, yeah. no, it's not happening. Yeah. No, yeah, not with see? this defense. You're really, you throwing for 40 plus stuff. You're throwing for 40 touchdowns. You're not going to let him. Yeah. Nah, you you that. Fucking. Mm. Nah. That's the yeah, MVP man. season. Damn near shit. That'd be crazy. Ritter come out and win MVP next year. Sheesh. Falcons fans. 5,000 yards. I'm just saying. That's tough. 5,000 yards. I mean. Shit. I ain't too many folks in through for 5,000 fucking yeah. yards. Do you, do you, can you imagine the end of the year Ritter's going to like week 16 with like 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, bro? That every time the national media just go crazy. Yeah. Oh, they own it. They're going to hit Ritter with the, uh, yeah, sorry. I wasn't familiar yeah. with the game. Yeah. <laughs> but just going off of something that they just put out there because it's something, he's a journalist. He put this out. It gets a bunch of tweets. It gets a bunch of retweets and likes. We talk about it here on the show. Look at he said. He said, B. John Robinson has 1,000 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, and 81 receiving yards. 81 receiving yards. Oh, no, 818 receiving yards. 800. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah. yeah. B. John Goddamn. That's crazy. I mean, you got three like players best, over a stack? It's the greatest <laughs> show on turf. Part three. Falcon fans, this is why we get to talking about some of these things because this is the content that builds until they hit the field. Of what? It, what if it could happen? What if Desmond Ritter throws for five thousand yards this year? I'm just don't <laughs> inbox me and stop bashing me. <laughs> I'm saying, what if he can throw? There's some that folks much. cutting the show off right now. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, I've been telling you about these guys. Look, these they gonna throw for ten thousand yards. Look at that one in the red shirt. <laughs> Yeah, look at him. And that one keep changing his hair up. He think he got all the money down there. Look at him. <laughs> I'm just saying, it feels good as a Falcon fan to know that. Chat, talk to me. Chase, Bodie, talk to me. We haven't felt these predictions in a while. No, it's been at least four years. 10 and yeah. 7 and uh, 13 is what? I wonder, I wonder what the PFF predictions were for last year. Can anybody? It, it had to be less than seven games. Let Everybody me. was against us. The roster was. Remember Watch they said about the roster? This. No way the Falcons can win with this roster. No Falcons, way. PFF. Uh, prediction. Simulator. What is it? Simulator. Simulator. Yeah. P. 
PFF Simulator. Let's see if we can get that. Chat is going crazy. Keith Brown, Clayton's in the chat. Diane's in the chat. Pamela Johnson's in the chat. Kevin Solomon is in the chat. He said, one time for the fan. What's up, fellas? Do y'all think the Falcons (laughs) offense will set a new trend, especially with dynamic players playing positionless positions? Uh, We'll talk about that in just a second here. Kevin, go ahead, buddy. What you got? No, I'm laughing at the first thing that pulled up on damn uh, Google when I typed in the PFF simulator. This shit said 2022 NFL mock draft. Atlanta Falcons take Malik Willis at eight overall. Sheesh. Going back in time. What a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> As you're searching that, Chase, My Bodie, eyes hurt. let's get to Kevin here because we love talking to the chat. We got another topic coming up here. Um, he said, do you think the Falcons offense will set a new trend? especially with dynamic players playing positionless uh, positions. I think for the offense, <clears throat> and this is from talking to somebody who covers the Falcons recently, right? And I mm-hmm. randomly saw this individual and I started talking to them. I think it was Mike Conti. Seeing how this offense is going to look this season with the addition of B. John Robinson, with what Tyler did last year, with Pitts coming back healthy, with now Desmond Ritter fully under center, even with the addition of Matt Collins and Scotty Miller. Mm-hmm. I think most teams are looking at the NFL like, this is a pass-first league. How is the Falcons going to be able to run the ball like this in a pass-first league? Arthur Smith has a plan. Bijan Robinson pick was not only in there for him to run the ball, it was for him to stretch the field and passing yards and uh, receiving yards too as well. Mm-hmm. Who knows where Bijan's going to line up on the field week one against the Panthers? But he's going to be used in that offense well more than 75% of that time. So the mm-hmm. new trend may be run the ball first. Look what the Falcons are doing. It worked for them last year with Tyler and a CP who wasn't 100% going to the end of the year. But this year, you have Bijan Robinson in there. I must say the speed and the elusiveness of, of, of Scotty Miller that some people are not paying attention to. Oh, man, Scotty can be a beast. Scotty can take the top off of a defense randomly when you're not expecting it mm-hmm. because you're so focused on that run. So what is the new trend? Is the new trend to run the ball in the NFL? Is the new offense to be a run-first offense? I think Arthur Smith just wants to know that he's putting weapons around his second-year quarterback to protect him. You have a guy like Bijan who can get about five or six on the ground and a guy like Tyler who can give you about four or five on the ground. Then you got CP who can give you three or four on the ground. That's I'm giving you first downs right there. We haven't even thrown the ball yet. We haven't even thrown the ball. Most Mm -hmm. teams step up in the box. How do we contain this? And I'm telling you players on the field, they're going to watch Bijan. Like he is a, not a rookie like this, like he's a second, third, fourth year guy in the league. He know, look at his tape. He knows what he's doing out there on the field. This kid is, I'm, I'm heavy on Bijan now. This kid is a problem, mm-hmm. and put into this offense that for a lot of teams last season had a problem stopping our run game. And we had Mariota for God's sakes. Yeah, this offense is going to be explosive. I don't know if it's just a new trend there. I just see them being a run first team in a pass heavy league. But I also see that with that run first team, you have a guy you just added that can take the top off of a defense from running or catching or receiving. So that's a that's that's a nice little piece you just picked up on offense. Chase, is is the Falcons going to be the new trend? Is this offense 
you know, trending in the NFL? Are teams looking at it like, oh, Falcons is just another team. Don't even worry about them. Or is it we looking at something different here? <clears throat> Man, I look at it from day one since Terry stepped in the building. This is your first official season to see what Terry and Arthur Smith have been breaking down since they signed the official contract. Um, this is the first offseason where we had some cash to actually go get some players. If you really think about it and you look at it, everybody remembers Matt Ryan's MVP season, all the check downs, the two-headed monster we had in the backfield. Other than, than Julio, you had Sanu, but what other big target receiver did you have? Uh, you think about Drake London and Kyle Pitts. So I wouldn't really say it's a new trend. I'd say it's all about what type of style and weaponry fits your style of play. Um, Smith's a big run-heavy offensive coordinator. He did it in Tennessee. He did it last year with us. We was – Hell, top five and running for at least the whole season. So when you look at the when you look at what we did last year and you look at the addition with Bijan, we were projected to win two games last year. People, we won seven. So when you look at it like that, your your team's only getting better with all the off season free agency signings with Calais Campbell, you know Bud Dupree, all these big names we brought in. I really think this is the ceiling. I think this is the year that we sneak into the playoffs and possibly take this thing deep. So when you say as a new trend. I wouldn't really say a new trend. I would say this is Arthur Smith's offense. Bodie, um, Kevin Solomon here asked a question, a nice question too. Shout out to Kevin Solomon. Um, we're going to see an explosive offense that Arthur Smith been wanting for quite some time now. I think it's like Terry said, took us two years to get where we are right now. Yep. And you're hearing that, you're seeing the team, and you're looking at the picks and the draft and the offseason, you're like, Bro, this shit is about to be crazy. Bodie, your thoughts on just the offense, the team. Are we setting a new trend here, especially on offense? Because that's where the question is directed. But are we setting a new trend here? Uh, if anything, it'll be more of an old trend. Um, running the ball is an old thing. It's, mm. it's classic. It, you think of round and pound. You think of them old-ass NFL teams, those old – TJ Duckett, Sean Alexander, and Jerome Bettis. Yeah. yeah, all that. LT. I'm going back. I'm going mm-hmm. back. AP. Exactly. Yeah, you thinking of those teams. Like it's, I, I guess it'll be an old, new trend, if you want to say it that way. But uh, this will be a passing league as long as Mahomes is at the head of it. Um, and, and every team will try to simulate. Most teams will try to simulate that. Coach Arthur Smith is uh, in his own league mm-hmm. because you see what he did with the Titans. He ran them to the playoffs so many years, and he's gonna try to do the same thing for us, and it, it'll work. It, I mean, it's it's worked. The Titans went deep in the playoffs, like yeah, they made the noise. Exactly. So, like, it it can work. Um, it could be a trend. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. But you know, the Titans been doing it for a while. But I I see a lot of the teams just trying to sling it. They trying mm-hmm. to they trying to Joe Burrow it. They trying to. Mahomes it. They're trying to Josh Allen it. They're trying to sling it. All those teams throw it. So you got to be able to throw it a little bit. I tell you that. We're going to be a mostly running team, but he's going to have to throw it a little bit. So. Which is why we talked about this on the podcast for some weeks now. Ritter doesn't have to do too much with the way that this team is kind of set up. Nice. Ritter can give you a playoff shot, Falcon fans, and he's only getting 35, 3,700 yards in the season. Mm-hmm. 26, yeah. 27 touchdowns, 11, 12 interceptions. It's possible. Bijan's going to eat. Tyler's going to eat. Pitts is going to eat. CP's going to eat. London's going to eat. The team yeah. is going to 
it's going to look like the team that you wanted these past six years. But the first thing is getting over the hump of having a losing record. That's number one. Yeah. Really, getting over two things in game one. Getting over that losing record and winning at home week one in the Bengals. Yeah. It's a must. Yeah, we got to win that. Just putting it out there. Shout out to Kevin Solomon, too, as well. We love when Falcons fans bring questions, comments to the chat because we always read it on the screen and then we take some time to talk about it. Out of your Falcon mind, another diehard podcast Good out here. He said, my guys, what's cracking on this great Sunday night? Let Chris Sims and all the other haters keep talking. I'm sure Dez is taking notes. We damn sure are. Thanks. Another Falcon content creator out here who's doing the same thing that we're doing, looking at what the media talking about and coming over here on our podcast <clears throat> and talking about it. Got a little bit of turning to the <clears throat> turning to Dan Quinn there for a minute. There. I didn't know what was going on. I had to <laughs> all right. get that out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just going to be the hate, okay? They're going to hate until they see it. All right. And then when they see it, they're going to be like, and he plays bad. They're going to be like, yeah, see, we told you. We mm-hmm. told you that's just the type of shit that it is what it is. But I guarantee you this team won't be – he won't play as, you know, bad as they think he will. Okay. It's going to be – like you said, what what did, uh, you said that uh, – Chase, you said it – I think they said it on uh, Out of Your Falcon Mind, uh, Mike did. Yeah, he, he would have fuck yeah, up. Ritter, yeah, Ritter would absolutely have, have to fuck up. shit on mm-hmm. – the field, you have to finkle matter all over the field to just mm-hmm. fuck this shit up. You got to be one terrible motherfucker. They got to be able to throw your ass out after week two for yeah. you to fuck this shit up. So back I mean, he's, he's smart. Our guy is smart. Yeah, backup quarterback. Yeah, he is. He was a career backup. Nobody <laughs> pays attention, to Chris. <laughs> Falcon fans are so lit when everybody goes at Ritter. I love it. When Falcon fans are sticking up for their team, yeah. um, that's my quarterback. We need to get gifts down get... here so we can see a crying uh, TO. Because we're going <laughs> to do a Felipe Franks and Jalen yeah. Mayfield segment coming up, and we want everybody wearing their Mayfield and Franks jerseys. Keith Brown is here in the chat. Are we? So definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bodie. What happened? <laughs> Throw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Keith Brown's in the chat. The commander. Definitely an insult. Desmond is supposed to be given a higher ranking. Uh, he's an interception-free quarterback. Go ATL Falcons. The commander's here in the chat. Keith Brown. Terrell Johnson's here. He said, let's go, Ritter. I believe. Yes, sir. I believe, too. TG's here. Shout out to TG in the chat. It's like, it's like we forgot good quarterbacks can be developed. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, bro. TG, you have real. to remember, and this goes off of, you know, not to put in an example like kind of like the fans, but no. I'm going to say it like this. We had Matt Ryan for so long. We don't know what a rookie quarterback kind of feels like anymore or a second-year quarterback. Yeah. I haven't been in that position. We had Matt Ryan for all those years. Now you get a guy who had success in college who came out the third round who was being developed under a guy who pretty much left us in the middle of last season. And then you got a chance for him to start now. He brought in a solid backup. But fans are trying to overlook that. Like, well, he didn't play last year. He didn't start last year. So get him out of here. Mm. No, Falcon fans. The organization believes in Desmond Ritter. And we yeah. were saying it last year. Some of that art they was putting out in their pictures, the social media pictures, the hype when he got drafted, staying in the dorms with, Des- with Drake London and, you know, the connection he had with Tyler Algier going up later in the year. And I kept saying that Desmond Ritter is going to be the franchise quarterback here. I kept putting it out there. He's going to at least get a chance to be that. 
this is that's and the first step now. When Matt yeah. was drafted, we knew he was you the see, franchise quarterback. You see what happened to Tannehill? I'll go back to Tennessee again. Mm-hmm. Tennis, Tannehill was a cast castaway. They mm-hmm. the Dolphins got rid of him. He's man, get rid of this motherfucker. Get him out of here. And he went to Tennessee and he thought he got in the system and he got good. I mean, he became a serviceable quarterback for many years. So why not? Good, Dave. Looks Look good, who it is. What's up, boy Dave? That's good. Oh, Dave. Dave. Shout out to Dave in the chat. Dave, man, you've a diehard Atlanta Falcon fan who was in the chat rocking with us since last year's draft. We have, I don't know, Dave, what, what was it? What was the last time we spoke, spoke today? Week two? Week one? Man, a minute. <laughs> man, what? Dave, shout out to you, man. Welcome back here Welcome on One back, Time guys. for the Fan Podcast, man. Glad to have you in the chat, man. What's up to you, brother? What we got over here? Has anyone heard about any updates on Kyle Pitts? He worked. Alejandro Duncan is in he the working. chat. Kyle Pitts seems to be good for me. Oh, I, I yeah, see him. Yeah. On his Instagram, he's doing his therapy, doing what he's got to do to get right for the season. I believe he's ready to go. Be ready to see him on the field, that's for sure. Over the time period of when he was injured to where it was now, recently I did see him this year, and he was walking. He didn't have no crutches, didn't have no normal, just normal Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So we hope that, of course, camp's coming up. I don't think they're going to throw him out 100% into the first day of camp, and I don't even think for preseason they they're going to give him first yeah, day least... 100% either. No. So don't be expecting, oh, oh, Pitts going to go ham on the Dolphins today. No, he is not. Ain't no it's going to run a couple of routes to see how things are looking. And then we're going to take yeah. it back to the sideline and we'll talk to y'all next week on the next episode of one time for the fan. Yes. Only thing I expect him, I expect him to be ready week one. I don't yeah, see him good. going. I don't see him going. Uh, I don't see him going the full half, even on week three against the Steelers. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think you put him out on the field for a couple snaps, maybe in the first quarter. The counts maybe less than 10. And you get him out of there and you get yeah. him ready for week one. Preseason. Pitts knows his assignment. He knows what he has to do. Yeah. But it's good to know that we have a Kyle Pitts on our team. Because it's possible with a phenomenal season coming up, the Falcons, you know, eventually go into that contract and say, we're going to make Pitts the highest tight end in the league, highest paid tight end. The only way to do that is make him number one targeted. Targeted, yeah. Get that man the ball. I feel like Desmond Ritter is going to have – you have weapons around you. Remember the connection with him and Drake going on last season? Now yeah. you're adding CP more into the mix now with the Kyle Pitts and the B. John Robinson. Ritter's like, oh, shit, my offense is stacked. This is that another then, thing. then you add a huge another body. You add another body like like uh, Johnu Smith. That, that's a freaking tower right there, dude. A lot this of guy's weapons. got targets. This guy's got a lot of weapons. A lot of weapons. And that's Mark why – I would say that's another reason why we don't have to, you know, we have to be traditional and have a number two just to say, oh, that number two receiver, he's nice. You know, it yeah. just is, it looked good on paper, but we got so many weapons, it don't even matter. It really don't. I promise. So all you're looking at certain games this year from your schedule. Now, by the time you get to maybe that Houston game week five or so week six, I think it is, you're going to have fans looking at, Damn, Drake eating, Pitts eating, Patterson eating. And most teams are going to scout this. They're going to say, damn, what the hell? You know what's going to happen in that Houston game? Mac Hollins catches two touchdowns. Scotty Miller catches two touchdowns. You're not going to be expecting certain things because you're so worried about these star players on the offense. Yeah, shit's, shit's going to happen like that. I know because I play fantasy football. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Sit there. Yeah. All right. Bijan eating. 
Next yeah. thing you know, Matt Collins gonna have three touchdowns. I'm like, <laughs> what the? Fuck? Where did this come from? It came in last year when uh, what was the tight end? Tight end Pruitt. Yeah, Michael Pruitt. When yep. Pruitt got into the game, fans were like, the diehards that knew Pruitt was like, oh, he might, he might, kick, he might score a touchdown or two. Like mm-hmm. he's he's that guy in our organization. I saying in the NFL, like he's Kittle. No, I'm just saying he's that guy right now today on the yep. field. So you got to watch him. And then the pass that Ritter had, we threw to him, bam, the two touchdown two as well. So it's good to see that other players are going to be eating in this roster. Other players are going to be eating with this offense. We haven't even talked about much of the defense, too, as well This this on tonight's episode. But Jesse Bates, Jeff Okuda, A.J. Terrell, Grady Jarrett, David Omanyata, Eddie Goldman, Calais Campbell, Troy Anderson, Michael stacked. Walker. They're going to be eating. They're stacked. Yeah, Most offensive episode. Richie Grant. Oh, I forgot. Zoe Carter, Bud Dupree. <laughs> what, 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 what more do you want me to say? We're about to be eating. Chase? I'm ready, dog. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see a top 10 defense. I don't give a damn if we're a top 15. Just somewhere, some defense getting the ball off the field and putting it in Ritter's hands. I'm ready. I'm looking at – this is what I'm looking at. You win in the game. It's 23 – 19 teams driving the ball down the field they're getting down into the red zone i don't know let's give it to tyler pick it pick a team pick a team they'll be playing this year uh, aaron Rodgers. Okay. aaron Rodgers. okay the jets the jets you jets fans that watch my podcast gonna love this uh we're winning 23 19 it's cold december day in new york uh jersey rogers is running down the field two minute warning they cross the 50. They're moving. They're moving. They're getting ready to set up and score a touchdown. People know Rodgers in this moment. And right there, Clark Phillip intercepted. Or Jesse Bates. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, Jesse no. Bates. Yeah, no doubt. No run back. Just slide. Pack. Uh, Jets were down to one timeout. Ritter, Ritter takes a couple of knees. We head back to Atlanta following week with a dub. That's what I'm looking at this year. Looking at players that's going to step up in situations where Damn, we needed that Jesse Bates at last year for this moment. Damn, we needed Clay's Campbell last year at this moment. Damn, we needed David Omignano last year at this moment. That's what I'm looking at this year. Players who wasn't here last year, who's going to improve our roster this year. And you have to be excited about what you see on paper. This team is about to come out here and fight like hell. Yeah. 95 North Falcons talk show said, what's good, bros? 12 and 5. He's calling it. Tell him, bro. Folks, what it? Let him know. He's calling it. What's good, Coy? Coy Bishop. Lisa Shepard said predictions on all purpose yards for Bijan. Miles Garrett said what, 2000? I said 2000. Mm. I, give I don't know a, about. I give him 15. I give him 15. I, give him, I have to give him at least between 1000 and 15. I give him 15. Yeah. I give him 15. But that boy, of course, that boy come out and put 2000. You got to get him rookie of the year. He's already Easy. number one in Vegas running for rookie Easily. of the year. Easily. Tell you, he going top five in fantasy. Vegas looked at that. Vegas looked at all them rookies and said, "Nah, it's that kid in Atlanta." Sheesh. Sheesh. Scotty Miller is also good on jet sweeps, Dave. Very that fast. is also a big part of what Arthur Smith wants to run with this playbook. I don't think he got much with Demir Bird or Zacchaeus on those type of plays yeah. in the past, but now you have a Scotty Miller. It does change your offense bringing over certain players. Mac Hollins, we talked about this. I think PFF had that information out. He's one of the top five receivers as a wide receiver, too, running in routes and drag routes. Yeah. Also one of the top 
blocking wide receiver twos in the league too as well. Exactly. That's probably the main reason why he's here. <laughs> You're going to see Look, a lot of that. Guy. It plays into the coaching now. It goes to Arthur Smith on. They're looking up Mac Collins. Okay, this is what Hollins can do. All right, all right. Yeah, I remember some tape. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, I talked to Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really good at this, this, this. And then you put him out there in the field and you watch what Coach go do now. Yeah. And then let's not forget, Matt Collins had about 700 yards receiving and about four touchdowns last year. So mm -hmm. that's not nothing to scoff at right there. Lavelle's in the chat. It said B7 is about to explode on the league. Shout out to Lavelle in the chat. You damn sure right about that, man. B7, that sounds like a new uh, bomb in the military. God, it is in the <laughs> backfield. Damn. His name is B7. God. Starting the woods is here. Blow shit up. She Sterling said, I know Smith will. Uh, get the rushing yards. Will Smith will get the passing yards. We picked the tight end at four or two years ago. I want to see more of Pitts. Pitts, London, Bijan, Tyler, CP. Haven't even named Drake. Haven't even named John New. Bruh. Red Zone's looking put, so stacked. Put my 11 year old out there. Yeah. He'll get everybody lit. Actually, you know, the Panthers got an 11 year old on their team throwing. Sheesh. Oh, 90 man. She's Pamela Johnson. The defense is going to create havoc on the opposing team. I can't wait. 40 plus Man. sacks. Mm -hmm. 40 plus sacks out of your Falcon mind. 40 plus sacks is definitely a playoff team. Uh, I'll answer for Mike 17 and 0 in the Super Bowl, baby. Jeez. Out of his Falcon mind. Come on. You know, Mike out of his Falcon <laughs> mind. And I'm and I'm with it. I'm with it. Falcon fans, hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe. We're almost at 400 subscribers, so tell a Falcon friend, tell your Falcons family, let's get to 400 subscribers. I think it's like two, three, four away. I don't know how close we are, but let's 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 get there quickly so that way we can get to 1,000 by the end of the year. We're turning up. We're rising up with the team. We believe in the team, the organization. There's no bashing here on the podcast when it comes to our players, when it comes to you know the fan base. We talk about things. We're not going to bash and you know, start beating down the players. But Drake's few statements in the chat. He said, Chase, I don't even think we sneak into the playoffs. We kicking the door down. Boom! Who is it? OTF. No, it is. It's the Falcons. Yeah. Wallace Smith is here. What's going on, fellas? We're going to do more than just running the damn ball. We'll be more balanced, too, as well. You already know what it is when it comes to this offense. Yeah, man. The team is going to be creative in using Bijan, in using Tyler, in using CP. That right there is going to get you a lot of first downs on the teams like Houston, your Cardinals, the Panthers, Kansas. the Saints. Mm -hmm. And then you add the passing game into there, too, as well, of what Pitts can do, what CP can do in the passing game. We didn't talk about that much. What Bijan's going to do in the passing game, what Algier can do in the checkdowns, what London can do stretching the field, what Miller can do stretching the field. We don't know. Even if Corey Davis is going to be available come June 1st, if he's going to be added to a roster like this, a lot of Falcon fans have talked about it. People on social media talked about it. And it's possible now hearing that uh, uh, Renfro from the Raiders could possibly be available come Alberto June 1st. from 95 uh, North Talk Show just put a good short out about potential receiver targets. Check that mm -hmm. out. 95 North Talk Show, Alberto. Yep. Alberto, that's another diehard Atlanta Falcon fan who has some great content, too, as well. This young man right here, um, and he also ha has friends with Smitty and some other people, too, as well, that work in the, the Falcons uh, fan community. We're putting out great content. Um, Smitty has his show. 95 North has his show, too, as well, Alberto. But they always put out some good things. So, Chase, for you to bring up something like that that relates to what we're talking about tonight is also big um, because we do listen to a lot of other content creators. Um, and 
if it's possible that Renfro is available and you go target him, he would make a big addition to this roster too yeah. as well. He'd be a big piece to this offense. Even a Corey Davis, who some fans will say, yeah, he's injury prone. Now nah, don't get him. Now nah, we don't want no more Tennessee Titan throwbacks. You still have a piece who I think Corey Davis versus the Mac Hollins, I would kind of lean Corey more for what this offense wants to be. You need like a slasher. And Corey can be yeah, that right. when it comes to like but Matt can do that, set. though. We're going to talk about what yeah. we got. That is true. Not discrediting Mac because we've seen some plays from Mac where he's stretching two, three defenders down the field too, as well on some fly routes. We've also seen some slant routes too, as well. I ain't gonna call him slant man like Michael Thomas, but I've seen some plays from Mac Hollins where, when Carr was looking for him or in his past offenses when he was trying to get the ball and they saw him, he's there. He catches the ball. He moves the chains. But you're so worried about Pitts and Patterson and Robinson and Drake that you forget about John New. You forget mm-hmm. about Hollins. You forget about Scotty. That's Miller. my thing. And that's what we want teams to do because that's when they're going to capitalize on it. But That's my thing. I was going to say, uh, this team, it reminds me of a better Tennessee Titans 2020 team. Like, that team, Derrick Henry was everything. He rushed for 2,000 yeah. yards on that team. I don't know if y'all know. Mm-hmm. He rushed for 2,000 yards, but, you know, our running game, is like, we got more talent than that team, dude. Yeah. But I think Arthur wants to set that this team up just like that 2020 team where oh, uh, Tannehill threw for 33 touchdowns and like single digits interceptions. He threw for like 3,800 yards. That yeah, uh, potential MVP talk. Yeah, something like that. And uh, shoot, like I said, we got more talent. Like, like Kyle Pitts is just a he's a better John New Smith, who was ironically on his roster too. And that was John New's breakout year when he showed yeah. his ass. I mean, we have more talent than that team does, and they went eleven and five. So, the, when the, when everything was clicking for that team, they went eleven and five and win the playoffs, looking good. So, this team can be a better version of that team. If that team go eleven and five, then this team sky's the limit. Twelve and you know, twelve and uh, what six? Mm-hmm. No, twelve and five, whatever. Twelve and five, eleven and six. Yeah. The, the numbers keep coming out 10 and 7, so it's possible that we're going to have a winning record. I'm um, and Vegas says five, seven. Vegas says seven. I'm giving 10, at least hey, 10. Yeah. And you know, Arthur Smith is is known for just exceeding expectations. Mm-hmm. You see, last year was supposed to win two games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bodie, so. Ben Wade, Chase, what's our who's our biggest threat? As in, as on an opponent schedule? or to take off the top? If you're going on, uh, Offense-wise, biggest threat on our team. Bijan I'm still going to go with Pitts. Pitts. I'm going Bijan, man. Bijan, you can probably I mean, say Bijan. Be I'm going to say it's 100% yeah. Pitts. People are scheming around Bijan and Pitts. Mm-hmm. Both of them. It's, it's Bijan. It's Bijan is the engine that runs this train. He's going to be. If you're nah. going off of uh, opponents, NFC-wise, you always got to look for the team that was close enough last year, Philly. You're going to have yeah. to get to the NFC. I'm telling you right now, Falcon fans, I love my diehard Falcon fan base. I love my team organization. But if you end up having a game in the playoffs where you have to go to Philadelphia, it is a very hostile environment. Um, and that's just in the stands. And, of course, you know, if they made it that far, then their play on the field is going to be up there too as well. So, Philly, I would have to say, in our division, I don't see no biggest threat. I, I'm not worried about none of these teams. I think a lot of those teams – have downgraded Carolina kind of did a little bit something, but they're unsure. Dude, their quarterback is like five eight. It's like it's like this tall. 
Like, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the videos. Like he's like a like a little guy. You know what I'm Carolina saying? Carolina like, did Carolina did stuff for future year yeah. seasons. We mm-hmm. worry about them. We'll see what they do later. Right now they're babies, okay? And we're not. We're ready. I mean, we're I'm babies too. But you know, rookie video that just popped out, Bodie, and they're showing all the rookies. And then the first comment is like, "Where's Where's Bryce Young? You can't even see Bryce Young in the video, bro. All the linemen <laughs> and running dead, backs bro. and wide receivers, and then you can see like a guy like with this, this this hair like just poking out <laughs> standing in between that. two linemen, bro. And they're like, "Oh, cause Bryce is right there. You can't even see him, bro. So I'm like, "No way in hell we're finna get slapped up by this kid right here. Crazy. No way. I understand he did in college, but no way in hell. Bro. Crazy these Bulldogs and face Bryce Young all these years, and now it's just." All of a sudden, he's short. I mean, he's been short, but like yeah. it's just you know, it's really yeah. apparent now. I guess he's facing, he's playing with these superhumans on these NFL teams now. It's really showing how short this dude is. He is a short guy. What was this? Sims wouldn't even make his own damn list. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, yeah, right. Sam wouldn't be top eighty. Uh, bro. He was ass. Chris and and his brother was ass too. I got something for everybody. <laughs> ben Wade, Terry Fonda has done a great job. Rise up. Um, <laughs> we got a couple Absolutely. minutes here before we get up Absolutely out of here. Ben Wade. ben Wade, shout out to Ben Wade too. Die Hard Atlanta Falcon fan. I think he's working on a Rise Up tour piece too as well. Hey. So we'll get to hear that maybe shortly. Um Hopefully before the season starts, but yeah, we'll play it here on one time for the fan. We have no problem with that too as well. Uh, let's see. CBS was hating on Ritter. We know about that. Uh, Nick Penikoff uh, did simulate the Falcons season on PFF, eleven and six. I'll take it. Uh, best defenders under twenty five years old came out. Chase, and I, I'm glad you know you're always in the one time for the fan chat. Great podcaster, um, and you always share a lot of information for us. But with the information popping out about the top twenty five. I'm sorry, the top defenders under 25. Mm-hmm. Um, Trayvon Diggs on the list. Yeah. Yep. Tyreek Woolen is on the list from Seattle. AJ Terrell is also on the list. Patrick Sertain, Sauce Gardner, and number one, Michael, Pars- Michael Parsons. This is the best defender. All, um, all of them are yeah. corners except Michael Parsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of weird how they do it. They're just using it as top defenders under 25. So we could say, you know, top defensive players under 25. I guess PFF kind of jacked it up when they did it. But you're looking at four corners and you're looking at Michael Parsons. Like, okay. But then again, you saw what Michael Parsons did too as well. Yeah. And you wouldn't have gone wrong with either pick when the people was like, draft Parsons, no draft pits, no draft Parsons. You wouldn't have gone wrong with either pick. Yeah. But I must say, for AJ Terrell's name still being that top defenders under 25, it just shows now as we flip to the other side of the ball, your defense, you have a guy over there that you can trust for a very long time. He's been solid since he came into the league. And years later, he is still putting in numbers, putting in that work that is making people like PFF notice, the league notice, Fans notice and other teams notice. You better be careful throwing it to Terrell Allen. Better be very careful yes, throwing it over there. So Chase, hearing AJ Terrell being one of the top defenders in the league or top defensive players in the league under twenty five, uh, where does that have you now looking at your defense when you hear things like this with AJ Terrell? <laughs> Man, it's no surprise. AJ came in the league and 
and took the Falcons defense under his arms, really. I mean, when you look, when you think about Terrell, you're thinking about a leader. This guy's over the cornerback room. You know, he he just everything he does, man, from from man to man to zone, the kid can tackle. He's got good hands and he's fast. That, I mean, that builds a perfect cornerback. So I'm a huge fan of Terrell, man. Uh, and to bring in Akuda and draft Clark Phillips the third, I think it's huge to have players like that because they mimic what Terrell does. When when Okuda came out, I was huge on Okuda. I was cool with drafting him over Terrell. So when you look at it like that and Terrell come out and just shine the way he does, I think it's huge. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's no surprise to see Terrell. I, I, I'd say he's better than Michael Parsons. I mean, if you're talking about defender-wise, you could put him at number one. So, yeah, he's definitely a top-five defender in the league. Dave, uh, answer the ask question here. Are you guys concerned about the second level of the defense and coverage? No, I think we've improved. Um, Very much. on a lot from depth to starting positions and now you can free float richie grant a little bit more where you want him in your run game or in your box safety position however you want jesse bates over the top well you know what he's going to bring to the to the falcons what he's done in cincinnati your corners jeff Akuda, a highly recruited kid too as well in college coming out of ohio state and you've seen what's going on now his career with the Lions and now coming over here, you pair him with AJ Terrell. Mike Hughes is in the slot. Mm-hmm. Plus, That's you got another Clark one, Mike Phillips Hughes. too as well. So many pieces. This offense, and I'm mean, sorry, this defense is looking much better. But no, I'm not concerned at all on the second level of defense. Bo, are you concerned with the second level of defense right now in the secondary? The second level of defense will be better because our pass rush is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they had to run around and chase people. People had all day to throw because we couldn't get to the quarterback. That in turn will make our secondary better because we will get more sacks guaranteed this season. So it's going to be, I mean, we're not going to be as bad in the secondary. So I'm not worried about the secondary. We're going to be fine. I hope a Jeff Akuda come out and have a Pro Bowl season next Thanks. to damn AJ Terrell. Because that boy's he, working, boy. This is going to be the best defense he's ever played on. Mm-hmm. What's good, Smitty? Smitty Sports Machine in the chat. Diehard Atlanta Falcon fan, also content I, my, my phone, hey, shout out to Smitty. Every, my phone be pinging, ping, 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 because Smitty be throwing them videos out there. Yeah, Smitty <laughs> out of your fucking mind. Let's, let's debate. Let's have fun. There's so many content creators <laughs> out, Smitty, um, out here man. with the Falcons community. But, of course, with Smitty, he's been a guest here on the podcast. Um, I believe we've also had a bunch of podcasts where we're on out of your Falcons mind. We might do a mashup on somewhere else's podcast, but Smitty, another content creator who talks about the Falcons 95 North out of your Falcons mind. They've all been guests here on one time for the fans. When it comes to talking with other content creators, we open up the platform. We open up the floor because I think we got to get pound for pound on. You got to get pound for pound, wish pound for pound hit us up about a, uh, excuse me, a content creators uh, meetup that we're going to plan probably later on this year. We live all the creators out and never know, probably go live on just everybody's platform. You never know. But everybody has the Falcons fan base listening and watching to find out, you know, what we have to say. And shout out to you all, because here at one time for the fan, Bodie knows, Chase knows we talk about it in, in the chat all the time. What can we bring to the channel for fans? What can we do, you know, for fans? Of course, we love the Falcons team the organization and we want to see the team win so trust us when we tell you we talk about the fans all the time in a positive way in a positive way so uh rise up to everybody who's here in the chat vincent coakley's here <coughs> good, vincent. Good. 
diehard Falcon fan who was on the chateau. The chateau. <laughs> he was on the chat with us too as well uh, on the podcast with us recently. Dave said, "I love it when uh, the content creators support each other." That is true, Dave. Absolutely. We all rep in the same thing. Yeah, we all rep in the Most of us support each other. <laughs> Yeah, because we're not very, Lakers fans, very, we're just kind of upset. Um, Smitty, Sports Machines up in the chat again. He said, I think London is our biggest weapon because Ritter is most comfortable with him. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. But he didn't even get to throw to Kyle Pitts yet, yeah. Smitty. Wait till he throw to Big Mitt Pitts. Yeah, that kind of rhymes. <laughs> but yeah, sick. just wait. It's gonna be chat is going crazy as we're getting ready to wrap up the show. Um, Bodie, AJ Terrell, one of the best defenders under 25 years old. It's a lot of uh, promise for Falcons fans, a lot of hope going forward for a young guy like AJ. And then you got Jeff Okuda now in this defense looking much better. Um, yeah. We drafted AJ. We're glad he's here. Um, we're paying AJ pretty well to go out there and ball out. Your thoughts on AJ Terrell being still one of the best defenders or defensive players in the league? Under 25 years of age. That's easy. I mean, I, I ain't even got to talk about that that much. I mean, Chase said it all, really. Uh, but look, I'll do you one better. Uh, PFF got a list out of the best 25 under 25. And we got three Falcons on that thing. Come on. Pre- all right. Should be four, but it will be after this season. And you can pretty much guess who those three Falcons are. Good old Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle. And AJ. Yes, sir. Uh, it will be B. John. We'll be on this fucking list. Uh, yes, sir. Next season. Let you know they can't give it to him yet because he ain't touched the field yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that is promising. The future is so bright. We got young stars. All these cats are like 23 and under. And we're going to be good for a long time. So what you're telling me is, long time. if we're looking at it, before we get up out of here, the Falcons have possibly, of course, a top 10 tight end in the league, right? Top 10. Top five. Top five. But I say top five. Some would argue top five. I guess the injury to the season. But we'll definitely 1,000% top 10. Top 10. Yeah. So top 10 tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. You have the number one guard in the league. Easily. You yes. have possibly... Yeah. The number one could be number one running back in the league. Possibly. He hasn't touched the field yet, so we just got to say possibly. Yeah. You have probably a top five corner in AJ Terrell. I would say so. And you have a top five safety in Jesse Bates. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of top on your team. It's a lot of talent. A lot of talent as well. Young talent. It sounds like that's a team that's ready to go win some games. I'm ready, bro. Am I not lying? I mean, Caleb McGarry, if you want to say it, he was one of the top tackles in the league last year, too. Yep. It sounds to me like this is a team that has way more than enough talent to go out there and beat the Panthers week one. Yeah, go beat another CBS bull job. Don't worry about that. Beat the Packers week two, beat the Lions week three, head to London and give the Jags one hell of a battle. Spank that ass, ain't no battle. Come back, beat the Texans. 
your toughest game if you get once you get past that Jaguars game might just be your division rival with the Bucks down there in week seven. Which you might be yeah. six and one, seven and zero, oh, or five and two. It possible. Sheesh, I don't see you having. A, I don't see you having a losing record going into that Bucks game. I don't Hell see no. it. I do not see it. Damn. I don't see us having a losing record this season. Period. Facts. This is big. What Falcons fans want? Smitty Sports Machine says all about execution. Yep, that- it's 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 all on Smith's shoulders, man. The okay. talent's there on the roster. Yeah. Falcon fans. I know you guys want to see those Falcons. Chase, I know you want to see them too. Bodie, we know you want to see them. And I do too. And that's why the Falcons have put out the Falcons' first look. Come to the Mercedes-Benz um, Jan- uh, June the 2nd. Yep. Friday, June 2nd. It's going to be at 12, 12 o'clock, I believe, Chase. 12 o'clock. Yeah, the gate's open at 1230. Mm. Falcon fans. You know, we was out there last year. This is a good event for you to come out there and meet some of the players. Yes, meet some of the players because they're probably going to be on the field walking around. Now, I don't know if this is the first look where they're going to have the players in the, you know, practicing on the field and you're in the stands watching. But in the past, you know, they've had things where you can walk along the field. Terry will come out and talk and there is no practice. It's like players taking pictures over here, players talking over here, 92.9 doing their stuff, different stuff. But if this is the first look practice, yeah. then we're going to see some from what I read, the first look of the vanilla offense. They're going to be running out there for the fans. From what I read, it's a practice and then it's a, it's a practice and then it's a live scrimmage from what I've read. So if so we're going off of that, Falcons fans, there is, this is looking like, we're going to get a chance to see shorts and T-shirts because the pads don't come out until yeah. July. But you're going to get a chance to see your B. John Robinson. You're going to get a chance to see your Drake London. And maybe, maybe you might even see Kyle Pitts. We don't know. This is the question that people can answer. Is Kyle Pitts going to be out there running in the drills, doing some of the warm-ups? That would be good to see. But I don't think he's going to go out there, of course, 11 on 11, 7 on 7. No, I I want to see him at least doing some of the drills. That's going to give me a good feeling to come back. Because we're going to come and talk about it on the podcast the following Sunday. And people are going to want to know what is going on out there. What do you see? Because there are some fans that are entertained by how good do they look in shorts and T-shirts. Yeah. Perfectly fine with that. It's Falcons football. Oh, yeah, Drake London caught 50 passes today. He was staying on the sideline. You better, you better leave them fans alone, man. Wasn't even rule to catch. Bro. They going to get on to your ass. You leave them just fans saying. alone. They want to see saying. if he turned real good in them shorts and T-shirt, man. Let, I'm just let saying. Let them live. Let them live. Falcons Commander 2023 first look practice. Go ATL Falcons. Commander's in the building. Jeff Wolf said he's going to practice. Jeff Wolf, did you pay your membership? We in there, Jeff. Hmm. Yeah, and there's no reason to be there at 8 a.m. in the morning, Jeff. Gates don't Jeff open Wolf, gates open at 12:30. You do not need to be there at 5 a.m. We know, uh, <laughs> you know, we know Jack will be there. He'll be serving hot dog. <laughs> One time for the fan. Once again, we have a yeah. lot going on this year with the Falcons. We are going on the road, Falcons fans. We're going to be at the home games, and we are going on the road. The Rise Up Tour. We have a lot going on, so please check out the Rise Up Tour. Um, on on Facebook, check us out on Instagram too as well. The Rise Up Tour on Twitter, but of course you know we're going to London, we're going to Detroit, we're going to Arizona. All these away games. So if you want to be a part of this Falcons fan base that is just um, really showing up in numbers on the road, please come on out and be a part of what the Rise Up Tour has going on. Chase Bodie, we're going to hit the road this year. You already know we're going to be at the home games this year. We're going to be at the open practices this year. So much content we can push 
um, for Falcon fans to know that one time for the fan is here for the fans. Um, so shout out to you all. Once again, rise up, Chase, Bodie. Any final words, any final thoughts before we get up out of here tonight? Man, shout out everybody tuning in tonight, all the new subscribers. Two subscribers away from 400, man. We appreciate all y'all. Um, appreciate everybody just keeping a conversation in the chat. Somebody, you know, whatever you comment, we feed off of that. We keep the show rolling with that. So just appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all, boys. Um, yeah, man. Let's go. I'm ready for some football. Falcon fans, I know some might like to fast forward to the end of the episode to find out what we're talking about. So here's a quick recap for you. Uh, we talked about the hate for Desmond Ritter tonight. Uh, talked about the best defenders in the league under 25 years of age. Of course, you know, Asia Terrell is still in there, too, as well. Um, the team looks prepared and ready to go win. Uh, shout out to Nick Penikoff, who did the PFF um, simulator that has the Falcons going 11 and 6. Vegas gave us, I think, 7. So we're going to take 10 wins or more. But we do know that this team is looking really good. First look, Falcons is coming up June the 2nd, too, as well. Bodie, 3,000. Mm -hmm. Oh, advances tomorrow so don't get sleepy on me now sir don't. it's coming up that close huh it's like i'm just saying i'm just saying we can take the four sim because mm. i'm five and two i'm Boy, looking for a dub pressure. but i'm telling you right now i'm looking for a dub so if you want to play in the madden tonight i can post the stream here in the chats for those that want to watch or if you want to play tomorrow before advance and we can too as well. Or if you want to DM me, we can. We can talk about it here on the podcast. It's on <laughs> Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Google. We can talk about it here so everybody can know. But it's on you, Bodie. 3,000. But who you rocking with? We had to play, huh? Oh, I got, the I got the Panthers on the game just to play. Did you start Bryce Young? In the division. Are you serious? <laughs> 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 I'm not yes. playing with the other cats. Uh, Andy, yeah, don't he's sending the info to Zach Harrison right um, now. Listen, listen. Uh, we we can play right after this uh, show. Let me go ahead and knock it out because I know you gotta keep the buns at the stadium. So, if y'all want to see Bijan Robinson right go on. off, about to post it in the chat. You jump got right on. Nah, uh, jump right on. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody showing up tonight. Shout out to everybody about to see me slap this dude up in Madden. So he can shut up. Uh, Casey shout out to, uh, yeah, I'm doing it. Shout out to uh, man, just shout out to the Falcons, man. We here, you know. We're gonna win some games. We're gonna win some games this season. So, and we're gonna be here talking about it every step of the way. So, shout yeah, out, Falcon fans. It's great to talk Falcons football with you all. I just posted the stream right there in the chat. I'm not live yet. That boy was but that with stream it. on Twitch. Uh, for those that do not know, we're in an updated Madden roster league. So we have all the players on every team. We have 32 users. Um, and there's some good, there's go some good, there's some good players in there, I must say. God, the PS5 next to you. God, right next to there's, God there's some good players. I must say, there's some good players in this Madden league. Um, I actually I lost my first game the other day. I actually got two back-to-back -back losses. I lost to the 49ers and I lost to the Bengals. Because you asked. these glitch plays, though. He got Debo Samuels on, like, on juice. You know what I'm saying? Tonight he's going to be talking about me running glitch plays. So. <laughs> but, yeah, lost to the 49ers, lost to the Bengals. So I was 5-0 and now I'm 5-2. and I'm trying to get back. And the only way to get back is to play Bodie. And Bodie got the Panthers. And I play him next. So I'm you know right now, you see the stream in the chat. Tune in. We're going to crank it up in about less than 10 minutes. Jack Spade versus Bodie. 
And you saw the catch that Bijan made the other day, Chase, on two yeah. defenders. You saw Desmond Ritter's 80-yard run that I put up on the Bucks. Down 17, came back and won 28-20. Had the month <laughs> cut off the game with two seconds left to go in the game. I said, what'd you do that for? He said, you don't know how to play football. I said, I've been playing football all my life. He said, no, you don't, because you don't score nobody when there's two when it's two seconds left in the game if you got the ball. I said, well, I'm running the scoreboard up. I need stats. This is called mm. stat padding, and I'm stat padding on you. So he mm. said, what I'm going to do is concede. I said, well, guess what? You better get kicked out. And I talked to the commish, and he got kicked out. Damn. Damn, uh, six nine. <laughs> we don't play them games in the match. Don't don't back out the game with two seconds left to go. Shit. Jack Spade versus Bodie coming up in the Madden. Panthers Falcons. Battle of first place versus fourth. <laughs> Tune God, in, why are you doing it like that? Nah, he's my brother, man. <laughs> Tune in, Falcons fans. We want to make sure everybody has a great time this summer. Once again, tune into Falcons, uh, all the content creators that they have going on out here. One time for the fan is out here to be your one-stop shop when it comes to Falcons content. So tune into us next week, Sunday. We'll have another great episode talking Falcons football with you all. Might have a special guest, might not. We're working on a lot of people to come here to the podcast. But overall, we love talking Falcons football with every single one of you. So we'll see you then. Chase, Bodie, um, I talked to our engineer um who's helping us out it's not metro booming but he's helping us out with some uh outro music so he said until you get the outro music together he said just play the acoustic cinematic mm. everybody's mm. loving mm. it so, we'll see you on the next put me to sleep before this game <laughs> and hopefully we'll have our outro together play some pop or something man i ain't worried about it i got lofi <laughs> this one's called lofi Okay, little e. Now nah, we're out of here. Now nah, we're not doing that no more. One time for the fan. We'll see y'all next week Sunday, eight o'clock. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. Peace. Yeah. One time. All right, all right, buddy. Uh, I'm too.